Welcome to Friends and Daggers, the daily vlogcast that helps us, especially during this Lenten season, to fix our eyes on the person and the work of Jesus. Today's lesson is taken from Mark chapter 14, and it speaks of the pleading Christ. Now, it's the night of uh, the Passover, the night uh, for the people of God to remember the Exodus, uh, to remember the pure and spotted uh, lambs uh, that were chosen and sacrificed their blood, put on the, the doorpost, the angel of death passing over the people, uh, slaves freed and brought out of Egypt. Now, the Exodus, though, out of Egypt is just, is just a shadow of the ultimate Exodus about to be fulfilled in the death and the resurrection of Jesus. He is the pure, spotless Passover lamb, and his blood will be put on the wood. And in his crucifixion, the angel of death will pass over the sins of the world. Captives will be brought out of slavery and brought in to the kingdom of God. Now, before Jesus goes to the cross, though, he prays. Mark chapter 14 says that he went to a place called Gethsemane, and Jesus said to his disciples, sit here while I pray. And he took Peter, and he took James and John along with him, and he began to be deeply distressed and troubled. And he says, my soul is overwhelmed with sorrow to the point of death. And he said to them, stay here and keep watch. Now, I think at times we forget that, uh, that Jesus is both the Son of God and uh, the Son of Man. Uh, sometimes we forget that he is, uh, he is able, that he is the Son of God, that he is all-powerful, all things under his control, uh, always present. At other times we forget that he is, uh, he is the Son of Man, that he humbled himself that he didn't always use his divine powers and his attributes, that he is a man of sorrows, familiar with suffering. In the letter to the Hebrews in chapter 5, it says, During the days of Jesus' life on earth, he offered up prayers and petitions with loud cries and tears to the one who could save him from death. And so in the garden, here's Jesus the Christ, the God-man, praying and pleading and crying with his father. Uh, he's going to suffer and die, be put in the tomb. Uh, but on the third day, uh, he will rise from the dead. Mark chapter 14 says, Going a little farther, he fell to the ground and he prayed that if possible, the hour might pass from him. He speaks very tenderly. He says, Abba, Father, everything is possible for for you, take this cup from me, yet not what I will, but what you will. He cries out in tender ways, Abba, a child to a, to a dear father. Uh, there is trust. Uh, there is a persistent appeal. He's asking for the best. Uh, Abba, is there some other way? If so, take this cup from me. But if not, your will and not mine be done. In this hour of his distress, Jesus needs someone. He needs someone to intercede for him, to, to participate with him in his pleas, uh, to share in his agony. And he needs a few faithful friends to lift him up and to, to bear him up, to kneel beside him, to stay alert and awake and uh, to be vigilant. 
but what does he find? Well, he finds willing friends, but, uh, but weak friends. Uh, during his nightmare, they're, they're fast asleep. He returns to his disciples and he finds them sleeping. He says, Simon, uh, are you asleep? Could you not watch for one hour? Watch and pray so that you will not fall into temptation. And then he says, the spirit is willing, but the body is weak. Jesus again returns to the place of prayer and, and he pleads alone though. He, he cries alone. Uh, there's no words from his father. And the silence of the father is the answer. There is no other way. On this night, in this garden, the father says no. There is no other way. Son, you must go to the cross. But on the third day, in the garden tomb, the father will say yes. And the blood will be on the wood, the sacrifice will be accepted, rise come out of the grave. And that's the ultimate exodus.